If you're only here to cause drama, come sit next to me. If you're looking for the bare necessities, you found them. Hello! Hello. I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears Podcast. Well, it sound like Animal from the uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. From, um, I used to have... Uh, Gonzo, actually. No, I used to have the Animal um, like puppet, like the puppet, the hand puppet of Animal. Yes. And its eyebrows got like mean and stuff. I know and exactly what you're talking about. And my sisters chased me around, scaring me with it all the time. <laughs> I guess, yeah. the, I don't know if that was your intent. for this. No, I just didn't know what I was going to do today. Because <laughs> I can't do any accents. Nothing in this episode really inspired me to do any kind of specialized voice because of my expertise in voice training. I can yeah. change into any person I want. You're, you're very British today, darling. Happy Christmas. I mean, you're like a dialect coach. <laughs> you're like Roger from American Dad. <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw me another wig and I'll, I'll give you a whole new persona. This was a pretty, this was a filler episode of Beverly Hills. Yeah, not a lot of stuff happened on this episode. Nothing big and nothing too negative. Nothing that we've already, haven't heard, you know. That's <laughs> exactly much. it. That's exactly it. But you know, this week, speaking of haven't heard, last week, you know, normally when we miss an episode, I, it's because of our schedule and I feel, I spend the whole week feeling really guilty about oh it. Oh my like, goodness, he does. I feel awful i'm like those those few dedicated listeners that listen every week i feel horrible when we have to miss an episode but this week we got to miss an episode because of bravo's schedule thank goodness and i did not have a bit uh, like it wasn't my responsibility. It felt great. And it was the one weekend I didn't have anything booked. I haven't been telling everybody uh, my schedule at the end of each episode, but I have been booked like every weekend, legit, y'all. Booked and blessed. Booked and blessed. I have another uh, this weekend at Chicago Market Days. Yeah. But, um, yeah. This uh, this La- was a nice little break. We needed it. I was a lazy bum. A lazy bear. I was a lazy bear. Yes. I slept until afternoon on one day. I've, you slept 12 hours. I haven't done that in I don't even know how long. It feels I'm, good. It was amazing. So amazing. It's so incredible. But I almost thought we were going to have to have an episode because, you know, the interwebs had us all convinced that the Salt Lake City trailer was coming I know, out. you kept getting teased by it, but it was like fan-made ones. I mean, I didn't breathe at all last <laughs> week. Uh, all I want is Salt Lake City to come back. That's all I want. I know, I'm itching for Salt Lake City to come back. It's going to be so juicy, and plus we know like half the cast now. That's the headline! But alas, all of it was a lie. No Salt Lake City trailer. No. And you know, there's been a lot of mis- ta- misinformation about Bravo, like that whole rumor that Ramona was getting fired and that she wasn't even going to show up to the reunion. That was all debunked on Watch What Happens Live. Misinformation is a gossipy bitch, man. <laughs> right, yes, she is. <laughs> and then most recently, I've heard that the new Salt Lake City cast member was being bumped from a friend of to full-time and that Jen Shaw was somehow either being bumped down or I I don't know. Friend but, of, well, I don't know. Who but knows. you know what? I don't believe any of that either because we did hear from someone 
very close to production <laughs> that the new person was a full-time housewife. We heard that right away during filming. Yeah. During filming. Well, say because you know we we are in contact with at least half the cast now. Uh, yes, so we're not giving away anybody's name or any dirt. We but, do know who it is. Yeah, though. <laughs> but, so I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Hearing that she's suddenly been bumped to full time, I'm like, no. I don't know if any of this is true. Y'all need to come to us for your information <laughs> and news on Salt Lake City. Well, to us, we don't know a whole lot because we don't want to know a whole. We lot. don't want to know a whole lot, but we have from what we have heard from the ladies that have told us this season buckle your seatbelts folks I can't it's going to be wait. intense it's going to be incredible I as Samuel Jackson wait. said in Dress Park if we go weather Whitney and Heather bad weather tornado spin the truth destroy hold on to your butts <laughs> it's going to be so good I can't wait bring us the trailer I know can we please have a trailer oh did you see that um Lisa Barlow and Heather Gay went and hung out with Kristen Chenoweth this yes. past weekend at Park City. Well, it wasn't this past weekend. It was oh, a it bit was ago. The, yes. Yeah. Kristen Chenoweth was in town for a concert. So actually, Heather and, uh, well, Drether, Drether, they had, did a whole podcast of Live, Love, Lab about it. Yes. And which, of course, you know I listened to right away. So, yeah, they got to go to this fantastic Kristen Chenoweth concert. And during the concert, Kay Chen said something along the lines of, well, you all know that I love pop culture and I love my, my housewives. And she had Heather and Lisa, who were at the concert, mm-hmm. stand up. So And then they got to hang out backstage. I, I was so jealous. So, so Listen, jealous. Heather... Drether, as a matter of fact. Those are the instances, like, when you have her in your clutches and you're doing the podcast with her just to call us and be like, hey, just run by Live, Love, Lab real quick. And we'd be like, oh my god, we're just still no, being by. they didn't do a podcast with Kristen. Oh. They did it about her experience. Oh, about the experience. Oh. No, so, no. Okay, well then I guess they're forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are not all of your decisions being based around us? I don't understand. <laughs> I like a man in a vulnerable position. <laughs> well, I, you know, I guess the Bravo editor's decision this week was to just ease us back in after a week off because this was, again, just another week of Erica and rehashing what we learned at the end of episode. Of what episode. we've already learned and maybe one or two few details maybe that are new. Um, there's just nothing going on in this not this episode, episode right yeah. now. Well, we start off still. We're still at Kyle's La Quinta house. La Quinta. This house is trashed. Lisa and Sutton are the first ones up, and the first thing they see are dishes. I'm like, how? Why is it that instead of straightening up a little bit, you're <laughs> you just ignore it? And then even when Kyle comes, you all say, we're going to have to get someone to come clean this up. I mean, they're all hungover, and they got a bombshell dropped on them by Erica the night before. So, but still, you know what? Those privileged white women <laughs> need to get somebody else to do I, their... I, I guess that's why they're housewives. That's, why, know, they're that's house- why That's why we're watching the Ew, show. what is all this mess? We're, clean this up. We are watching this show so that privileged white women can trash the house and then call someone to come clean Where's it. Where's Chad? Chad, come clean this up. Chad is our name of our vacuum here at home. Our robot vacuum. (laughs) So they apparently had quite a wild night after Erica left. I don't know why it turned into a dance party, because we like to have fun! Well, they had a dance party. (laughs) I mean, because they like to have fun. 
And so this next morning, the women are sobered up a little bit when they see some headline that Tom Girardi has been hospitalized. That's almost how every new scene starts, or like several of these scenes start off in this last couple episodes, is somebody reading a headline about Erica or Tom. Imagine that's what Erica's life is every day waking up. I mean, I would not look at my phone. But this felt like very much like the car wreck situation. I was like, is he hospitalized? Was he hospitalized? Um, Was in an old hospitalization? (laughs) You just don't, you're so (laughs) unsure about everything. (laughs) What is happening with Tom? How do you process all of this? Yeah, so so Crystal shows up from her hotel. Erica arrives next. Some women are going biking. Erica's like, no, nope, not me. No, thanks. <laughs> the electric bikes. I've never been on an electric bike, but I think once you start pedaling it a little bit and you get going, it like pedals itself. Yeah. That sounds like a blast. That's an, that's an excellent way to bike. Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> a great... I could do that, even if I was hungover. <laughs> but I was surprised. Like, at first I didn't realize there were electric bikes, and I was like, biking at night after drinking? That sounds pretty... That's surprising. <laughs> that's so I, I'd be like, no thanks. Especially in, like, a Palm Springs weather. Like, it's not ever really cool outside. And Kyle keeps the thermostat at 76. I would murder her. Oh my God. Oh, getting hot. Seriously, I would be like, we're going to a hotel. That is why Kathy and Kyle got in a fight in the first place. (laughs) It's because of that. It had nothing to do with America. I would end a relationship. I would end a sibling relationship (laughs) for that. I would divorce you. I would divorce you if you kept the house at 76. But, you know, I mean, how tall is Kyle Richards? I bet, you know, some of these women who are so petite, they probably freeze on 76 degrees. I mean... I I can't hang with those ladies. I can, well, yeah, I can't relate. No, I, I can't, can't relate at all. <laughs> it's not okay, and it's not going to be okay for a long time. <laughs> I love how Dorit shows up out of the blue, looking like an '80s villain's girlfriend. You know, like you an '80s know. movie girlfriend. You <laughs> like, never know. What she's like up like. on the scope. She's like, "Thank you, Trent. You go race him for the like." The leadership of the role of, like, the mountain. Keep these nerds off the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Do I hear, Dory? Well, Kyle, Rena, Crystal, and Dory are the bike-riding ladies. And what a sweet little thing that was for them to, like, go into the town square and find crepes and coffee. I love crepes. They're just very thin pancakes. Yes, very fancy. Well, it's it's your French heritage. (laughs) French punk cock, yes. French punk cock, crops, yes. Crops, yes. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And then Kathy calls in desperate need of a straw. And chia seeds. And chia seeds, I guess. Do you by chance have chia seeds in your... But you know what, Kathy... Kathy, I bet she has chia seeds in her purse. Well, if she did, she would... Yeah, she doesn't know. She doesn't know if they're in there She's been searching in her purse for 15 minutes and is yet to find... How does she not have a straw in that purse? But you know what, Kathy might not even know how to search and through her purse. So there's no one there to search through her purse for her to find the chia seeds. <laughs> I love how Kyle's, or um, Lisa's like, is there someone at, like, Kathy's home that, like, you know, takes care of her? <laughs> like, uh, and Kyle's like, yeah, you guys need to remember, she lived in the Waldorf Saloon for, like, half of her life. Right. I mean, everything brought to her and done. She's always calling to have something done. I mean, do you... Uh, so Kyle says she's happy being self-sufficient. 
What kind of life do you want? I want Kathy's life. <laughs> right? <laughs> I want to be able to like be like, what's a bank? <laughs> yes. What's a deposit? I oh, want... that's where they hold all my money, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. my wallet. Oh, a bank? Oh. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know. Are there germs there? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Do they hand money straight to you? I have a card. <laughs> yes. And then the conversation goes back to Erica again. And I'm like, didn't you all talk about that all night last night? I mean, that's all, that's all that's going on. And it gets brought up multiple times throughout this episode. And, it's always about Erica. Yeah, and uh, have you said anything again that wasn't said at the end of the episode? I really need another storyline in this. Something else, something else in well, the ladies' you, lives that are, like, going into turmoil. Well, you know, we are directly mid-season. We've had some great Crystal Sutton drama. We started off That's with... true. We started off with some decent Garcelle Renna drama. I just need something else to go on right but now. But now it's Erica all Erica, and, it's, and again, it's just not new, and that's what's frustrating. <sighs> Pray to Jesus every day. Think he'd throw me a What's bone. I just need a bone, you know? Croquet and Christmas tree decorating for a girl's trip. Does that sound like a fun girl's... Decorating someone else's tree and, and it, playing croquet <laughs> okay. after being hungover. When she said, let's decorate the tree, it looked like it was already decorated. Did she just mean you put up, like, these ornaments? I guess so. Like, I guess it wasn't fully decorated. Yeah, it wasn't fully, fully decorated. decorated. I just love it that they're just going to decorate a tree, and then they're going to go out and play croquet, you know, rich white people stuff. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Erica and Tom have a home, like, a mile from Kyle's La Quinta home. The Erica has never been to. She doesn't know where it is. But I do love that when she's talking about it, she's standing on her tiptoes, looking around, being like, maybe I can see the roof from here. <laughs> I me. can see my house I've from here. I've never seen it, but I think it's that way. <laughs> so Erica, you know, she's she she's been saying all season, like, I asked Tom questions and never got answers. Which is strange to me, but I guess, you know, you do get tired of asking and you do get worried about setting him off. So eventually you just drop it. Sutton found out that she was the co-owner of two baseball teams when she got divorced. I mean, that happens to everybody. (laughs) <laughs> what am I? Oops, what? I own the Raiders. Forgot. <laughs> I own the Raiders who are staying in my Palm oh, Springs wait, no, home what's that a, I've never been to. What's a base, baseball? Oh, I own the Dodgers. There you go. Are they baseball? I think so. I know the Cincinnati Reds because I grew up there. I own the Reds. There you go. Oh, baseball. baseball. <laughs> That's a lot of balls, dude. That's what she said. <laughs> So Kathy recommends calling, like, the Homeowners Association or whatever and just acting confused. And while she's saying this, she remembers herself that she also has a home somewhere in Palm Springs. And she's like, oh, I just remembered that. <laughs> Kathy. She's, she's so She's great. the best. Ugh. Kathy. I never imagined that they were, like, going to a park to set up their own croquet game. You know, first of all, where where were they? Were they at one of Kyle's other homes where she and Dorit were playing with balls in the backyard? I think it was a side yard, to be honest with you. Was it the same house or a different house? I think it was the same house. 
And now there was going, like a side yard. And now they've gone to like a park. I think it's a side yard. I don't even think it's a park. Oh, uh, where they were setting up the croquet. I mean, have you seen how big the house is That's alone? That's true. That's true. I think it's just part of the yard. But I never imagined that they were setting up their croquet, their own croquet. I wouldn't know how to set up my own croquet. I mean, I, I do. Okay, you're very good with small balls. Do you? Yeah, I used to play croquet when I was, you know, living in Harvard. Oh, uh, were you? Mm-hmm, living on the sides of Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> We used to play You are so We used to play croquet and make fun of the poor people. You are so <laughs> fancy. I had no idea. No, but I have played croquet before. Um, and it's actually, it's kind of fun. But um, when all the balls <laughs> get covered together, it's hard to play. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I but balls. I thought this croquet game was a stupid idea, to be honest with you. I just watched I mean... this. I was like, this is a stupid idea. This is barely entertaining. I wish you were there. So you'd be like, this is stupid. <laughs> Seriously, y'all, this is stupid. With your croquet mouth, this is stupid. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I want to go back inside. It's, it's hot out here. And there's bugs. <laughs> this is all too much today. Kathy finally joins them after the croquet is over. She's smart. She shows up a little bit late, yes. Garcelle hasn't arrived yet. But the mystery of why Garcelle is staying in a hotel, which we were, like, an episode or two ago, like, why is she staying in a hotel? But we finally... It comes to light that either she's worried about COVID or she's worried about Rena. Or... yeah. Or maybe she just likes her own space. I think I, if it was me, I would just want my own space and plus, you know, stay away from people with COVID. Right, yeah. I mean, always be better safe than sorry. I mean, and I, don't, and been... I think it was, they would have to stay in the same room with somebody else. So I think that's another factor. It could be, it could be. I'm not sleeping in the same bedroom with somebody. I like to kick and stretch. and Be naked? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want, like, a piece of meat. You know, I don't know who is following me on Instagram. I don't have a clue. Oh, I felt bad because I recently was able to dance at an event that Tatiana from RuPaul's Drag Race was on, and I went to at her, and she was already following me, and I was like, ooh, that makes me feel special, but sorry, I'm just a nobody. Yeah, I just don't, I mean, I don't know, I don't check every person who follows me, so I don't have a clue who's following me. I just blaze through it real quick and look through, um, like, for uh, blue checks. I don't, I don't even do that. You guys should follow me, at Hunter Harden. (laughs) Yes, you should. (laughs) Yes, you should. Uh, I, you know, I feel bad for the, especially the straight women who follow me and you on Instagram. I think some of them that like Harry Men are probably like, get it, but I know I can never have it. Um, and other ones are like, them, why are they half naked or mostly all naked the time. <laughs> on their Instagram? That's gross. Hey, that's how I made those numbers, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Being a. Being a thirst trap on Instagram. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's partial, part of the reason why we thought we could maybe have a podcast and someone would listen. <laughs> I mean, They're like, we've been biggest, we've been big enough hoes on Instagram for a while that we have enough followers. And what's funny maybe that is like ninety percent of our followers are women, and like ninety eight percent followers on my Instagram are all men. <laughs> You're right. So I've got right. a good little a mixture of. Uh, on both sides. Yes, absolutely. Now if I could just get all those ladies to add me, but they're probably like, you're hairy and sweaty and... And always showing your butt. Uh-uh, not anymore. Not on Instagram. That's true. That's true. On You gotta go to Twitter for that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am into a little kinky stuff. Well, I think uh, this is a perfect halfway point because uh, Garcelle's about ready to come and we're just going to talk about Erica some more. I'm hot, I'm hungry, and I'm thirsty. It's rude and it's, <laughs> and it's selfish. selfish. <laughs> I love that. All right, guys, we're going to get out of this hot closet, but we'll be hot right closet. back. Bye. I'm going to go potty. I'm changing. And we're back. Garcelle shows up in a full hazmat suit and like a UV light. Looks like she's out to cure COVID herself. Garcelle officially had fun. Are you guys playing? I know. She liked and she... I mean, she went all out. She had a UV light. Yeah, I mean, she was, like, warming up to the fun so far this season. It's like the little train that could. And she finally got there to full-on fun. Fortunately, it doesn't last too long. As soon as she's like, hi, you guys. And then she's like, okay, now I have to go and get ready in the hotel. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm um, back at the hotel where dinner is also going to be tonight because Erica's staying there as well. Mm-hmm. Garcelle goes to Crystal's room and then Crystal fills Erica. Did you or... notice that Crystal shuts the door on the cameraman? The cameraman's like, ah. No, I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Crystal fills Garcelle in on the Erica story. Mm-hmm. So again, rehashing Erica it again. Stuff, blah, blah, blah. But Garcelle's was like, wait a minute. Erica just told me like two weeks ago that Tom wasn't cheating. So now, now what? I just think Erica's being very um, selective on the information that she's sharing. Slowly. I agree. But I surely. agree. You know, remember last week when I felt like it was the first time that I felt something just didn't feel right about Erica Jane? What it is, is I feel, I heard it on someone else on the Bitch Sesh podcast say, sometimes it feels like Erica is doing Tom's PR. And that's what it was. That clicked for me. I was like, yes, that's the wording I was looking for. Hearing her talk about Tom and, again, kind of affirm the stuff that we're reading in the media about his possible dementia and all these other things, it just feels like she's, like, defending him in kind of a way that I don't like. I don't like this at all. Yeah, and she keeps wondering if, if somebody's taking care of him and all that stuff. So it just... The more that keeps coming out about it, the more suspicious I get. Um, and it's and it's mostly because she's given it all out in bits and pieces yeah. to other people and not just sitting there and be like, this is the story. And again, I'm still on Team Erica. I still feel like she has been blindsided by this. I'm not changing my sides yet. I'm just, you know, providing commentary on... Yeah. The thoughts that are being provoked by the thing that she's saying. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. Sometimes it's okay to say nothing. Nothing. They now go to Erica's room and Crystal is tending bar. You get it. Well, you know, she, I don't, uh, she posts a lot of videos on Instagram in her kitchen. 
like every single day she's posting a new video of her making something in the kitchen. So it was really not a surprise to me that she is... Oh, what's the word of someone who makes cocktails other than a bartender? Isn't there like a fancy word Gastrologist? for it? Maybe, maybe. Um, Either way. Alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I, it didn't surprise me uh, that she was the bartender of the night. Everyone is dressed up so differently. Did you notice? Like, everybody is dressed up, like, for a different season or a different party. What day is it today? Isn't it Fendi Friday? It just, every outfit is just so vastly different from the next. Well, you know, it's winter, so there are so many more, there's a lot of options, options. in the winter. Especially well, I mean, some of them are dressed up like it's spring. It's just it's Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, it's just interesting. I, I couldn't pinpoint like a theme for all the right. ladies. It's I weird. went to see what... I didn't see Sutton's dress from top to bottom. That yellow dress that, that had like all of like the cut... Yeah, yeah there was cut, like cutouts, yeah. I'm, I bet it was a beautiful dress. It looked really pretty. I really... Uh, I, you know, I don't have much negative to say about Sutton's wardrobe later on so far in the no. season. Uh, well, they we did at least find out that Erica's Palm Springs home was sold. So now not only did she know or not know where the home was, but now that she didn't know it was sold back in 2018. She had no clue. <sighs> but then a son starts talking about forensics. I was like, oh, forensic files? Oh, Who I got know killed? forensic files. Who oh, got I got killed? this. Where's the DNA test? Where's the blood? Get Luminol. I was Get like, the Luminol. what does DNA have to do with divorce? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who killed what? <laughs> Yeah, so I was interested to hear about forensics, uh, but they meant digging into their financial yeah, history, they know where plans, all the money goes, where it's all been. It's like pretty much a private and get investigator. Yeah, yeah. just a, yeah. That, I was, but I, was, I didn't. But there might know. be some deep, deep money in like Turks and Caicos. You know, I want to become a divorce forensics person. That sounds exciting. Just, oh, it sounds exhausting. Well, yeah, it does sound exhausting. Looking through paperwork and files and all that stuff. I think you want to be like a private investigator for like cheating husbands and wives. Well, you know, my my best friend, Sarah, she just, uh, she's a lawyer and she just really loves like digging in to all of the little details and finding the pieces and putting it all together. Ugh. It sounds exciting. I mean, it's not a skill that I have. I'll, I'll flip through the book. Maybe I'll highlight something, but then I, I forget all about it and I'm done. Right. And Over. Th and that was just the Cliff's Notes. And that was... <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I I'm not a good studier. I'm not a good in depth digger. Oh, uh, that's not true. That's not true. You just allow yourself to believe it. Oh my God! Thank you, Confucius. <laughs> well, the ladies decide to describe them. Go around the table and describe themselves with one word. Dorit is hardworking. Hardworking. <laughs> Do I hear Dorit? Kyle is honest. I support these so far. Erica skips herself at first. And then Kathy, just, they're, they're just, there's just too many. I mean, there are too many words to describe who she is. <laughs> that's true. Oh my god. But she ends up with proud. Eccentric. <laughs> well, that's, that's my what, first thing. <laughs> but that was Sutton's. That was Sutton's. Oh, yeah, that was Sutton's. Oh. And, but, and Crystal never comes up with one. She, like, gets tongue-tied, and then Kyle is like, well, what would Confucius say? And I was like... <laughs> and I was like, okay, they're gonna, just going to joke very blatantly about I race. was like, Kyle <laughs> just got fired from The Real Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills because she's a racist? <laughs> 
I mean, the editors could have cut that into something very dark. I, I mean, my mouth dropped, and so Erica, who was sitting next to Kyle, her mouth, she was like, <laughs> wait a minute, what is going on here? But it's all good. She's related to Confucius. Yeah, thank, oh my, I mean, that really gave me a heart attack. And I didn't know Confucius was a real person. I thought it was just like a, like... A symbol of, like, wise thinking. Like, if you are sitting on top of a toilet, you're high on pot kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know what you just said about a toilet and pot. Have you never sat on top of... Like, when you sit on top of a toilet, you're high on pot. You know, whoever said that is probably a loser. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's better to allude to the situation... Because you never know who's listening. Confucius say... Confucius did not say that. I've seen it somewhere. He did not say that. I I am certain. Oh, I don't think they had plumbing back then. (laughs) I think it was squat over a hole type of thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) No, Confucius was a real person. I had no clue. I thought it was just a character. He was a philosopher. He was a philosopher. I mean, I thought that was pretty wise to say if you sit on top of toilet, you're high on pot. <laughs> is that not wise? I don't know if wise <laughs> is really the word. More like dad joke. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, Sutton is as eccentric as you are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but wait, back to Confucius for a second. Crystal says that she has, like, one of the longest family trees in the world. That's crazy. That That's, that's some deep history. That's intense to think about. I mean, that would make me feel like my ancestors are very upset with me. <laughs> I mean, if I had that deep of a tree, they're probably like... Girl, where do we go wrong? (laughs) Who who broke that branch? Oh, I hope it's not like directly on me. Girl, I'm getting root rot. (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. (laughs) So, uh, Kathy wants to make sure Erica gets her chance, so Erica says that she is tough. Tough. Even though Crystal, again, never comes up with a word for herself. And then Garcelle doesn't come up with her own word, but she relates to Erica as someone who is tough on the outside, but soft on the inside. Like a piece of candy. Yeah, like... Like a candy with some juicy stuff in the center. Right. So it seems like they don't really stand Erica's too long. No. I was thinking the whole time, though, I'm like, who's paying for Erica's room? This is a nice room. That was a huge room. That's all I could think the whole time. That's all I was thinking, too. But, I, you know, I don't know. I would have stayed at Kyle's for free. But I got, well, actually, if I was Erica and not really still understanding everything that was to come and thinking that I could afford a hotel room, I guess I probably would need to be alone and away from the casting. Crew. At least have that option to retreat. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. But still, well, well, well who's paying for it? <laughs> <laughs> So they left Erica's, it seemed pretty early, and the next day, Garcelle, one of the first things is that she drank too much last night. I was like, did they leave Erica's and go party some more? Probably. <laughs> some people are going shopping, others are going hiking. I'm like, this is a lot of physical activity if you guys are hungover. <laughs> I mean, their hike is literally like the world's sh- slowest stroll yeah. on, a, on a path. And it's not even really a mountain hike or anything. It's right. just a, a mound hike. Right. 
Garcelle is the baby of seven children. Amen, girl. I'm the youngest of five. What? What? Uh, but, but can you remember all your sisters' names? Um, uh, um, Lisa, Shanna, Sarah, Katie. See, there you go. There you go. Good job. Well, Garcelle left out, was it Carol, maybe? Yeah, one of her sisters, but... They're so blown away by how beautiful it is, and I'm not saying it wasn't beautiful where they were, but I'm like, y'all haven't been to Utah. Well, and plus, y'all, you guys just look out the back door, the back window. Right. I mean, that's. I mean, you guys are just basically went up fifteen feet up in the air and just looked around more. And brought. I just the desert upsets me. Well, I, I did think where they were was beautiful, but I was like, this is nothing. Mess, nothing. Mm. The rest of the ladies are shopping. They've got champagne with raspberries. Kathy's dressed like a crazy person. How, I was like, Kathy's dressed like. I'm not quite. Sure, because I was going to say some crazy white lady, but she's also wearing, like, gold chains and stuff. Like, I'm not quite sure where her fashion is in this one, <laughs> and I don't think she even cares. No, not She's at dancing all. and looking insane. She's living her own fantasy. I always come up with all my little fantasies. I could see, you know, angels or soldiers, teddy bears, crystal fruit, vintage snowmen, little miniature shoes, and an old Saks Fifth Avenue receipt. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, her daughter Nikki calls and is not impressed. She's like, you're ugly, that's stupid, I hate it. <laughs> right? You know, I thought Sutton looked really chic, wearing all the pink with, like, the pink fur. I like that. that pink fur hid the shape of her body, though. Well. A lot. But I, once I saw the back, and did you notice that that fur had a big yellow question mark on the back of it? Oh, yeah. I, I was, was like, like, what is... Nah, never mind. I would have rather gone shopping rather than hiking. Air conditioning and champagne with oh, berries? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Well, the hiking women... Hiking women... Let's try that again. The hiking women ha have a sit to talk about Erica's drama. Well, Erica's like, well, so what's going on? And Garcia's like, I don't want to talk about anything else but what you're going through. Yeah, she's like, I didn't hear <laughs> I all wasn't here, stuff. so right. tell me. <laughs> but there's a, yet another new lawsuit today. And Garcelle, she doesn't care to ask about money. She that, There's nothing private to her. So how are you about. getting money? Like, how are you getting paid, honey? <laughs> Erica's like, I have credit cards. And I would just ask for cash. He had cash. He did yeah. say he had, like, millions on cash on him. And Garcia's like, but did you have a heads up about these lawsuits? Is that why you got divorced? And Erica's like, no. No. I, that's not why we got divorced. I, we got divorced because it became a battle with someone whose personality was completely changing. And being mean to her and yeah. stuff. And now she starts talking about his dementia and how it was out of control. And she blames trauma from the accident. I didn't catch that. Yeah, she, she... But I mean, that's not... It's not far-fetched. I, I mean, I it, wouldn't know anybody. Uh, head injuries can cause so many different things like that. Yeah, yeah. But Garcelle's hitting a hard-hitting question. She's like, so do you think that Tom's intentions were bad? Or this is all just happening because of his mental decline? I know, Garcelle, man. Jeez. But I guess that's what she's on. Was it the talk, is it the talk that she's on? Oh, yeah. She's very inquisitive. Yeah. But apparently even other lawyers were calling Erica concerned about, about Tom. About Tom. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, if that comes out that even 
the his coworkers are seeing a change in his health, that's good for his case and for Erica. And then we go back to Erica still being concerned by Tom, which still takes me aback. Knowing everything that comes to her, you know, later after she films this, it's upsetting to me that she still cares so much about his well-being because I, despite, I guess, apparently he's calling her every day. Yeah, when she said that he's calling her every day, saying he loves her, misses her, I was like, wait a second, I thought you were adamant about how he's like wipes his hands clean is like well good luck on your own kind of attitude like why would i need to try to get her back in any kind of formal fashion so when she said that i was like wait a second you're concerned about him and you're saying all these things but now all of a sudden he's calling you saying he loves you and misses you but you're the one that's not keeping contact with them, which is smart, but everything you're saying is just not making a lot of sense. Well, because earlier in the season, she was literally crying, saying what hurts me the most is thinking that he just doesn't care that I'm gone. Yes. So maybe he didn't call her after the first few days. Maybe. And now he's calling her daily. But I just thought earlier it was like he wouldn't even think yeah. about putting an olive branch out. Yeah. But now this, all of a sudden he is every day. This, it's, it doesn't add up and it, blow, and it upsets me a little bit. Obviously, I'm really upset. Ugh, so that's... And then... Thank God for Kathy. Kathy in this whole season has come in for the comedic relief. Oh, it's always good to laugh. Kathy, <laughs> <laughs> no! Yes. Every uh, single time. You, I don't know how we could have done the heaviness of this season without the levity of Kathy. If Kathy wasn't in this, this season would be dreadful yeah it would, it be, would be dreadful would be but thank god for kathy and she shows up with bags of tacos del taco yes give me the del taco <laughs> yes give me the del taco garcelle is really shook that she found out on the hike that tom is calling erica every day like she is she she's is, very upset by it yeah so when the ladies are sitting around talking about Erica and Tom again and the, you know, the court deal of the day, yeah. Garcelle brings it up and Erica loses her mind. Yeah. Well, I do mind you saying that because I feel like you're betraying my friendship right now, but please have your moment. Go ahead. I understand where Erica's coming from, but... Also, Erica, if you tell one of these ladies something, you know that it's going to spread like wildfire. Well, she, and plus she said it when she was miked. Yes, and and also it's like it's not like Garcelle's trying to spread gossip. Or, I mean, she's telling friends that you are all talking about her life right now. So, but I, I don't know. Well, what Erica is saying is, I talked about it on camera one time. I'm not talking about it on camera again. Yeah. And plus, we also find out um, that Erica told Crystal and whoever else was in the van to not say I don't it. want to talk about this when we get back, but Garcelle was not yet Garcelle in the Garcelle was van. not there, yes. And I, I can start to see that Erica is going through so much right now that she easily finds a way to snap on somebody and latches on real quick. Oh, yeah. When she snaps, she lashes out. So I think we're going to see that a lot. And it's all because she's hurting. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you lash out at those people who you think can take it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Well, we end up the episode, though, with Erica having a breakdown in the bathroom by herself with a close-up of the door handle. Did you catch that? The last, like, full 45 seconds of the episode was just an image of the door handle. And her just sobbing on the other side of it, just trying to catch her breath. We've all been there. It's the worst. I mean, in the episode before when she's talking to Kyle and she just keeps repeating, this is so hard. This is just all so hard. This is all just so hard. I've been that exact position where you just keep repeating about how this is just really hard and I don't know what else to do so I'm going to keep saying it's hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, this season, even though this was you know, this is probably I would say the second like full-on filler episode of this season but I still think it's a strong Beverly Hills season and when the episode wasn't over I wasn't mad about it like I oftentimes am for filler episodes. If Erica thing wasn't going on, I don't know what there would be New nothing. York there or be not nothing. New York. I don't know oh, what God. Beverly Hills would be. There, um, now that we're through Crystal and Sutton, and now that we're going through on. Rena and Garcelle, there's really there's nothing, nothing else. going on right now. I'm sh- well. There, you know, the mid season trailer looked exciting. So, but it still all looks about Erica. All about it. Well, Erica and Sutton. I think Erica and Sutton are going to get into it. Ugh, Erica needed Sutton's roller in that bathroom. That's what I'm, that's all <laughs> yes, I'm saying. Man, she needed it bad. Well, folks, thank you again for. Uh, we're so glad to be back. So, thank you to our listeners who are always devoted every week. Thank you to our new listeners who have joined us. And in the meantime, join us on our social media on Instagram and Facebook. We are the Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears, and you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube and wherever you listen to any of your podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a nice little written review and a five-star rating. We would really appreciate it. We really rely on those. So thank you so much for listening. Yes, have a great week. We'll be back next week. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Do a sound check. Let us do a sound check. <laughs> it made me sound like, think of like the Lollipop Guild. Like we welcome, like we were each doing. You're like doing a. We welcome you to the podcast. I don't know. <laughs>